Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I'm your host, Amy Ravel, and it is so lovely to be in your ears at the start of January talking about all things decluttering and helping you to get set for what will be an amazing 2023. I am um, talking to you today about luggage, but I also, maybe this is a, this might be Facebook Live worthy but then I would have to get out of my pajamas, which I'm currently recording in. So, yep, no, I've decided I'm going to share it right now on the podcast instead of taking the effort of getting dressed in order to do a Facebook Live. I want to share with you a experiment that I'm conducting in the Ravel household. So we're on school holidays, everybody's at home, Cal's on annual leave. So there's all four of us here all the time. Um they occasionally leave the house to like go for a swim at the grandparents or go, I'm trying to think, oh, Jesse goes for runs every couple of mornings. Cal likes to go just for a bit of a walk. And I decided this morning that I was going to perform a little bit of an experiment that was inspired by an experiment that my mum unknowingly did for about 30 years. And that was that after Christmas, every single year, my mum would take the Christmas tree down, take all the decorations down while my dad was, say, at the shops or gone for a walk or playing golf. And she would completely de-Christmas-defy yep, the house. And he would come home and have no idea that this big six-foot tree, so we always used to have a real tree that was enormous, he just would have no idea that all of the decorations, all of the little ornaments, the tree, the everything had gone. Um, I have since conducted, and like I need to say this happened every single year. I'm sure I've talked about it on the show before. I also have had this experiment happen in our house where Cal and the boys have gone out. I've completely de-Christmasified my house. They've come home, no idea that that has occurred. No one makes any comments and then three weeks later, they're like, oh, when did the Christmas tree get packed up? So in in inspiration of the new year, I'm doing a different experiment that's a little bit weirder and that's okay. I'm a Diet Coke drinker for all of you that um, have been following me for many years. I love Diet Coke. Coke Zero does not compare. 
I have a bit of a beef that venues seem to not be provided with Diet Coke anymore. And so you go to a restaurant and you're like, oh, can I have a Diet Coke? And they bring you a Coke Zero. It's like asking for a water and bringing a wine. Most of you wouldn't worry about that. However, (laughs) maybe it's the opposite. Actually, it's the opposite. It's asking for a glass of wine and they bring you a glass of water and charge you for the wine and can't understand when you're like, this is not what I ordered. That is the depth of my love of Diet Coke. So what I've decided to do is after I finish, and I almost need to whisper this to you because Cal and the boys are home. They're they're confined to their rooms. Um, I think they're all just watching sport in their rooms. It's like the summer of KO at our house. So just in case they can hear, what I'm doing is each time I finish a can of Diet Coke, which is about once a day, I'm rinsing it out because that's super gross if there's like sticky Diet Coke in the bottom and placing the empty can on a windowsill that you cannot reach without climbing on something. Okay, so I needed to make the level of difficulty of retrieval. Uh, It had to be an intentional retrieval. So we're currently at three. And I did say to Jesse, he was there when I was doing it, he was rolling his eyes. I'm like, oh my gosh, mum, you're the weirdest. So I've got three up there, but Elijah was still asleep. And so I hadn't had a chance to word him up. Cal came home, did not notice. Now I need to say this is in our main living area. It is below the couch that he sits on when he is watching a screen, reading a book, blah, blah, blah. So he has to walk towards these lined up Diet Coke cans in order to sit on his chair. He hasn't noticed. Admittedly, it had been, you know, not that long. He hadn't noticed, but he'd been walking around, sat in the chair, done his thing. Elijah wakes up. First thing, he comes out into the kitchen. He goes, "Uh, what's with the Diet Coke cans? And Cal goes, what, what? How long have they been there for? Now, here's where I think the experiment comes into its own. Sorry for those of you that really did come in to listen about luggage. I promise I'll get there. I think the experiment comes into its own with the fact that I've made it an effort to retrieve them. So at this stage, he does not know whether they're full cans of Coke and I'm like hiding them from the family or that they're actually empty. And the experiment is to see if I can fill the windowsill, which I expect will take around 15 to 20 empty cans of Diet Coke before he either talks to me about it again, like asks more questions or goes to the effort of getting a stool and actually taking them down. So I will report back for those of you who care, for those of you who don't care and just think, oh my gosh, this girl's crazy. That is equally true. So let's talk about luggage. I have a Diet Coke sitting here. This will be can number four. Uh, We'll see what happens. So luggage. The reason I was inspired to talk about luggage is Elijah has um, just given up cricket And he has a big cricket bag. We're not quite sure if he'll play next season. So we want to keep the bag, the bat, the helmet, all the things. It doesn't fit under his bed. And so we were trying to think of a place to store it. The top of his wardrobe has plenty of space, but it is also the space that we keep our family luggage. So the big suitcases, the hand luggage suitcases, you know, like the carry-on ones. But there's been one sitting up there that I really, I've been thinking I need to declutter it. And then when I realized that that was the best place for the cricket bag, I thought, okay, I'm just going to do it. So he got down this purple suitcase for me. One of the reasons it was hard to get rid of is I got it for my 21st birthday from my parents. Um, I got married at 21. 
And so it was the suitcase that we took on our honeymoon. It was the suitcase we took on, you know, like those early wed holidays. And it was at the time a super light suitcase. You wouldn't believe it now comparing it to what we have replaced it with. But it sat up there for 21 years. I'm now 42. Um, I don't use it. I haven't used it in probably... I'm going to say 10 years since we got a hard, so it's a hard case, but it's like a fabric case. We now have like hard case rolling luggage. So you can put stuff in there, even if it gets banged around a little bit by baggage handlers, everything inside is still good. And we have not had reason as a family to need to use this older purple fabricy but kind of hard suitcase that is large. But it sat there because I don't know, like it, it was a good suitcase And what if we needed it? What if we did go on a holiday that we needed two super large suitcases, blah, blah, blah. So he put his cricket bag up there. I got the suitcase and it kind of sat in my front room, which is like my office, mudroom, entrance area of our house for about a week because I thought, oh, yeah, I'll take it to the op shop, but you need to make a trip because it's big and it would take up half the car. Then my sister popped around to drop something off and I thought, oh my gosh, they're going to Fiji just after Christmas. They're there now. And I said to her, do you need a suitcase that you can take? They often take things over to the village. Do you want to take it, fill it up with stuff and then you can leave it at the village? And she was like, oh my gosh, yes. She took the suitcase. Now I assume it's at its new home in Fiji. And it made me think, oh my gosh, we totally kept that suitcase. I totally kept that suitcase for way beyond what it was needed for. And actually getting rid of it was not all that hard and somebody could use it and somebody needed it. And so what I want to talk about today is around what suitcases, luggage, we're not talking handbags, but like anything from overnight carry-on size right through to the biggest size you can imagine. Oh my goodness, this is incredible. So what I want you to do is bring them all together. So whether that means going into your bedroom cupboards, the top of the cupboards, the linen cupboard, the garage, the shed, wherever you keep any luggage that fits into carry-on overnight size right through, bring it and put it in one space together and just look at it. And then we're going to ask some questions around how do you decide what you're going to keep, where you're going to keep it, how you're going to keep it. Um, We're not talking like beach bags. I want you to bring out anything that you legitimately could use as luggage. So it needs to be able to seal, for instance. So like our beach bag just has a clip in the middle, but it's open on the side. You couldn't put that on a plane and be confident that you wouldn't lose everything inside of it. So we're talking level of trust that a baggage handler at the airport could throw, chuck, pile on this, whatever these things are. So that's the standard that I want you to think about. Actually, let's take a quick ad break and then I'm going to give you some one hilarious story of myself in Tasmania and lost luggage and I'll be back before you know it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, let's, before I tell you about the Tassie trip, which is embarrassing and funny and all the things, I want to talk about the standards. So you need to decide as you're looking out across your luggage, what are the key um, key performance indicators of luggage that makes it something that you would pick up when you're going to pack for a holiday, a getaway, an overseas trip, a weekend away, whatever it would be. So that's going to be, we're going to decide on some standards but let me tell you this: what happened in Tasmania. Jackie, um, who works for the Art of Decluttering, Jack and I have been working together, I would say, for maybe seven years. Um, and every single interstate or intrastate, so any overnight trip that I've ever done with the Art of Decluttering for a job has been with Jackie. So we've travelled to Brisbane a couple of times, Perth, Tasmania. We've done lots of, like, trips around Victoria. So this was our first ever trip and I had just got my new suitcase, which is what I use now. And I was sure, so this is the first time, literally the first time I'd used it. I was sure that it was dark teal, like a really dark greeny bluey color. And so we get off in Hobart and we're standing at the baggage claim. Jackie's got her bag. Jackie is the type of traveler that ties a particular colored ribbon around her bag. I'm pretty sure that her standard travel equipment is black. And from memory, she ties like a red ribbon around it so it's easy to identify. I don't do that. I've just got coloured luggage, which I thought, well, that's much easier and the tag, the ribbon can't fall off and all of those things. We are standing at the baggage claim area and, this, you know, when it goes around and around, you're like, we're on like circulation three and my luggage has yet to appear. And so I'm starting to get a little bit stressed because like how many days – Am I going to be able to cope without my luggage? I've got everything in there. I always travel with my pillow because I'm a bit of a pillow snob. So it's going around and around. I said, Jack, we're just going to have to go to like the luggage assist people and let them know that my luggage hasn't arrived. And she's like, just give it a minute. Are you sure that none of these are your bags? I was like, no, I'd be able to pick my bag. I don't just have a ribbon. Like my suitcase is dark teal. I'm absolutely going to know what it is. So we stand there for a little bit longer 
to the point where there is just one suitcase now going around and around the baggage claim. And I'm convinced that it's not mine. And Jackie's like, are you sure that's not your suitcase? I'm like, no, that is light teal. Mine's dark teal. And she's like, just pull it off and check it. I'm like, I'm not doing that. That's embarrassing. If someone else is here and I've pulled their suitcase off and I'm like, let's just go to baggage claim. Anyway, she convinces me to pull it off. Sure enough, it is my own bag that we've been standing for 20 minutes watching go around and around and around the baggage claim. And I had just not known the colour of mine and equally at the same time had not realised that I was the only person still standing there and there was only one bag going around and it was only a few shades off the luggage that I had purchased Um, and Jackie and I have laughed about it for many years since. So let's go back to... Let's go back to those standards. If you look out across what now you have in front of you is your luggage collection, what have you not used in over five years? Because I think that's an easy get rid of. I know that we've been in COVID now for three years, but a lot of people are back traveling and you probably were doing some trips beforehand. Maybe you've done some domestic trips, even if you haven't been international. So get rid of the bags that are the these don't fit the standards. It's too large. It's too small. It's not firm enough. Like it's too much of a soft bag. The zip on this is kind of broken. In fact, here's something I want to introduce for 2023. When I am sharing about things to declutter and organize and I identify something that I have to get rid of or I'm guilty of, you're going to hear a little bit of this. And so the yes button is going to become kind of like my accountability button. So as I said zip, I immediately was taken to this beautiful Quicksilver um, travel bag that I bought once when we were traveling through Queensland. And the zip has since busted. And even though I love it and it's really easy to carry, it's like a carry-on type one, the zip's busted and it's been busted for probably seven years and I've not got it fixed. So I and making a commitment that I'm going to get rid of that beautiful bag on the proviso. So like if I get it fixed in the next week, let's go week, then I'm allowed to keep it. Otherwise it has to be thrown in the bin because the zip is broken. So then for you, there might be other things. It might just be that actually the pocket sizes are really annoying or it just gets banged up every time. Whatever your standards are, go through. What have you definitely not used in five years why haven't you used ones that you're like, oh, but maybe, uh, uh, uh. why haven't you used it? Is it because actually it's exactly the same size as another one and you always pick its prettier sister? Why, what about the ones that you've bought a replacement for, but you then didn't get rid of the one that you replaced, which is what I did with the purple suitcase and what I now know is a light teal suitcase. So the purple one probably should have just gone as soon as I started purchasing this set of the light teal. So why have you kept the old ones? Can you just get rid of those? These are really good questions that will help you to know what you have, use what you have, and don't have these excessive travel bags that you're just never going to use. One of the issues people often have is like, well, I can't donate luggage. You totally can. Op shops love taking luggage. They move really quickly through op shops. So if there's nothing broken and it's just that you've upgraded or you're like, this one's a bit heavy, you can totally donate it. So do that. And if it's busted, it needs to go in hard rubbish. 
that's just the reality. Things don't last forever. And so one of the tricks that, um, that I do is when I book a hard rubbish collection, don't let the inside of a suitcase go to waste when you're putting it out. Fill the inside of the suitcase so it counts in my local council area. You get like one metre cubed. And so fill, like make it your aim, fill the suitcase with rubbish. And the same if you're putting it in a skip or you're taking it to the tip, fill it up. So fill it up. It doesn't matter what you fill it up with, but fill it up with rubbish so that you're taking full advantage of that. Make sure you do throw out ones though that are busted. Don't take them to the op shop because then the op shop are going to have to pay to, um, what's the word? To dispose of it. Then once you've had a look-see and you go, okay, what we have left, we reasonably use. And I'm comfortable that I'm, I'm not overstocking on my luggage. Remember too, if you're going away on holidays, unless you're going away with every single person that you're friends with, you can probably borrow some luggage. And worst case scenario, if something breaks on the luggage, you just purchase a new one for your friend and then borrow that one. Like there's, it's a win-win people. So don't keep stuff that you don't need. When it comes to storage, nesting is my favorite thing for luggage, um, particularly when you don't have too much. Nesting is a problem when you've got like 15 suitcases because then you'll forget that you have them. But when you've only got four, when you nest, you can, you know, it's a really simple process because you're like, well, that's where all the suitcases are. So that's what we have in our family. We have two hard case suitcases and four carry-ons. So the boys each have one. Cal has a nice manly one. The boys have basketball ones um, and I've got a hard case one. And so for us, that's all we ever need. And any combination of that for a travel holiday, like over I don't know if you're going for over two weeks somewhere versus even going away for a weekend. We have plenty, but we don't have an excess. We find that nesting them and keeping them in the top of a wardrobe is really helpful, but under the stairs, in the garage, there are so many places, but keep it all together. I think one of the things that can be quite confusing is when someone keeps luggage in the top of the wardrobe, it doesn't fit at all. And so you keep some in the garage. Don't, don't spread it out because you're going to forget what you have and then you're going to feel like you need to purchase. Don't do that keep them together. And one last tip for you is if you are a legitimate backpacker, so you've got like the big packs that things can hang off, your boots hang off and your walking poly things can hang off and your sleeping bags and additional attachment, like the big proper from like your head to your waist. Really, you only need one because you only have one back. So that's my advice is when you've started out as a backpacker and then you've kind of come into like adult money and so you get a better and lighter and more versatile backpack, get rid of the earlier one. I know it's got amazing memories of your trip around Europe, but it might be time for you just to let that one go, take it to the op shop and just use the one that you love and use and, you know, fits your back and is comfortable. I don't know if backpacks actually fit your back, but I've never worn one. All right, so I'm going to go get rid of my luggage that has the broken zip. I hope that it's been helpful for you. I will report back on the um, experiment. Have an amazing day. I hope that these um, mini episodes, this one's not so mini, Just I just realised we're like at nearly 20 minutes. Um, but I hope these episodes are helpful to help you get that fresh start to 2023. And I will see you in a few days. Bye. I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search The Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.